Hello everyone, and welcome back to the fourth episode of Fauna Talks. Um, before I get started, I just want to say that I'm sorry for the lack of consistency when it comes to uh, scheduling and, you know, times of uploads. Um, ideally, I would have this uh, new pop- or a new episode uploaded every single week on the same day at the same time, but, uh, you know, life, life kind of just throws curveballs at you and you kind of got to make do with what you can do. So, um, again, I'm sorry for the lack of consistency with upload times and whatnot. But this week is actually uh, relatively similar to the last podcast in terms of the effects on marine life and whatnot. Uh, This week, we're actually discussing overfishing. And... I have multiple sources, and I'm getting all this information again. And like every other episode, I will link all of those below. But yeah, so um, let's actually get into this right now. So for those of you who don't know, fishing is one of the most significant drivers of declines in ocean wildlife populations. Catching fish is not inherently bad for the ocean, except for when the vessels catch fish faster than they can replenish. And that's in the end, what overfishing is. Um, We actually will catch more fish than the fish can actually reproduce. So, you know, it's larger output than there is input, so that's why it's declining. So, but the number of overfished stocks globally has tripled in half a century, and today fully one-third of the world's assessed fisheries are currently pushed beyond their biological limits. So... Um, that's clearly a very bad problem, and for those of you who don't know what a fishery is, it is it is an organized effort by humans to catch fish or other aquatic species, an activity known as fishing. Most fisheries are marine rather than freshwater. Most uh, marine fisheries are based near the coast. So, um, back to what I was saying. Uh, it's obviously huge problem that one-third of the world's assessed fisheries are currently pushed beyond the biological limits. That's obviously a huge problem for the environment and the marine wildlife that lives within that environment. But um, Overfishing is closely tied to bycatch, the capture of unwanted sea life while fishing for a different species. So, uh, I just said it, but that's when you, you know, let's say you're, you're fishing for some smallmouth bass or you know, I'm not a big fisher, so I don't know my fish too well, but let's say you're fishing for a smallmouth bass and you accidentally catch totally different fish that you didn't want. Um, that is a bycatch, and and that is a serious marine threat uh, that causes the needless loss of billions of fish along with hundreds and thousands of sea turtles. <clears throat> but the damage done by overfishing goes beyond the marine environment. Billions of people rely on fish for protein, and fishing is the principal livelihood for millions of people around the world. Now... Uh, Many people who make a living from catching, selling, and buying fish are working to improve how the world manages and conserves the ocean's resources. Um, WWF, which is the Worldwide Fund, works with a cross-section of stakeholders to reform fisheries management globally, focusing on sustainable practices that not only conserve ecosystems, but also sustain livelihoods and ensure food security. So, I'm actually reading this from, um, it's an article from the Worldwide Fund, and essentially the Worldwide Fund is working to 
create sustainability within those fisheries that are struggling biologically with, you know, the amount of species they have and all that stuff, just to ensure that we actually, or to try and limit the amount of overfishing that occurs and try and help the um, environment stay healthy and keep it alive without losing different environments. Now some causes of overfishing include illegal fishing and subsidies. And uh, systematic overfishing is only made worse by illegal catches and trade. In fact, some of the worst ocean impacts are caused by pervasive illegal fishing, which is estimated at up to 30% of catch or more for high-value species. Experts estimate illegal, unreported, and unregulated fishing nets criminals up to $36.4 billion every year. Uh, these illegal catches move through the opaque supply chains due to a lack of systems to track fish from catch to consumer, something called traceability, and import controls in much of the sector. So essentially, all this illegal fishing that's going on, um, there's, it's really hard to actually track because there's not really any way that they trace a fish as it goes from the person who catches it all the way to the consumer who actually purchases it and, you know, uses it for whatever they may use it for. Now, subsidies, or support provided to the fishing industry to offset the cost of doing business, is another key driver for overfishing. Subsidies can lead to overcapacity of fishing vessels and skewing of production costs so that fishing operations continue when they would otherwise not make an economic sense. Today's worldwide fishing fleet is estimated to uh, be up to two and a half times the capacity needed to catch what we actually need. The United Nations 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development has called for an end to harmful subsidies. So essentially, these subsidies are giving these fishing industries, or like the fishing industry and people who fish, way more money than they need. So they have tons of employees. They're essentially overemploying for what we actually need in terms of resources uh, that, that, like I said, that we actually need. So we have... Let's say they only need 20 guys on a boat to get, you know, to meet like the quota, if you want to say, if you want to call it a quota, of what we need as a country or as a world, per se. And uh, they have 35 people on the boat. So, I mean, that's 15 more people than they actually need. And that's 15 more people catching fish that we don't need. So, now some impacts of overfishing. Uh, degraded ecosystems and decreasing food and economic security. Now, overfishing can impact entire ecosystems. It can change the size of fish remaining, as well as how they reproduce and at the speed they, uh, at which they mature. When too many fish are taken out of the ocean, it creates an imbalance that can erode the food web and lead to a loss of other important marine life, including vulnerable species like sea turtles and corals. Now, in terms of decreasing food and economic security, demand for fish continues to increase around the world, and that means many more businesses and jobs are dependent on dwindling stocks. Fish ranks as one of the most highly traded food commodities and fuels $362 billion of the global industry. And millions of people in largely developing coastal communities depend on the fishing industry for their livelihood, and half of the world's population relies on fish as a major source of protein. And so, when fish do disappear, so do jobs and coastal economies. High demand for seafood continues to drive overexploitation and environmental degradation. So, like I said, um, if overfishing continues, essentially, it's going to eliminate species within the ocean, and it'll destroy coastal economies. Be and then also, developing countries will be majorly affected because 
like like I just read a little bit ago, um, a lot of the uh, developing countries rely on fish for a major source of protein, and and uh, coastal communities depend on the fishing industry for their livelihood. So if those coastal economies are destroyed because there's no more fish, it's going to cause a huge problem for the, for the economy all over the world, and um, it'll become a major problem that at, at a certain point we won't be able to control at all. Now in front of me, I have a um, list of impacted species and places, and this list uh, c includes, but it's not limited to, albacore tuna, the Arctic, big-eye tuna, bluefin tuna, coastal East Africa, the Coral Triangle, Gulf of California, Mesoamerican Reef, Skipjack Tuna, Southern Chile, the Galapagos Tuna, Yellowfin Tuna, and then we're back to the start. So, obviously there's a lot of different places and species that are really impacted by all of this, like, overfishing and whatnot. And, you know, it, if we don't do anything about it now, it's going to keep going on, and it's just going to keep going down and down and down, and just everything's going to start going worse. And um, So... The WWF, the Worldwide Fund, what are they actually doing? Now, WWF works to end overfishing by addressing root causes and impacts at the local and commercial levels. Through collaboration with a variety of partners, we sh they strive to transform fishing to reduce environmental impact and maintain vital sources of food and livelihoods for years to come. In terms of influence in the global market, the U.S. imports 90% of its seafood, making it the largest single country importer of fish. Uh, the Worldwide Fund works with 40 corporate partners in North America that source from more than 550 different fisheries, working with the biggest buyers, traders, and sellers of seafood leverages the purchasing power of the private sector to catalyze improvements in fishing practices, management, and conservation. It also provides financial support, support and incentive for fishers looking to commit to long-term sustainability. Now, to actually end illegal fishing, the Worldwide Fund works to stop criminals from stealing from legal fisheries, which renders good management much less effective. Together with partners worldwide, the Worldwide Fund aims to close borders in major seafood importing countries to illegally and unsustainably harvested seafood through government, regulatory, and voluntary private sector actions. And with addressing fishing subsidies, some of the world's richest nations continue to pay billions to keep lagging fishing industries afloat through fishing subsidies. The scale of subsidization is a huge incentive to expand fishing fleets and overfish. The Worldwide Fund is advocating through the World Trade Organization to encourage nations to eliminate the harmful fisheries subsidies that contribute to overfishing. And the last thing that the Worldwide Fund is doing is creating and expanding marine protected areas. The Worldwide Fund supports the creation and management of well-designed marine protected areas around the world protecting important fish species from the Arctic to the tropics. Community-managed areas, often based on uh, traditional knowledge and customary practices, benefit people in places where fishing is such an important part of livelihoods of coastal communities. Now, like I said, this article will be linked in the description of this podcast or this episode, and uh, I pretty much read all the information from the article. But if you are curious in uh, going through this article yourself and kind of just like glancing over everything and just reading through it yourself, you're more than welcome to. Like I said, it'll be linked below. And this is also the website that the actual donation that I'll be having this week will be going for, uh, going towards. I'll have that link as well. Um, so you can make a one-time donation, a monthly donation. You can donate in someone else's name if that's what you want to do. 
or you can also join as a partner in conservation. So, um, the World Wide Fund is obviously doing a lot uh, and trying super hard to work on kind of getting the fish population back to a sustainable level where they'll be able to reproduce at the same rate, if not quicker, than we are fishing uh, in order to reduce the kind of, at this, at this rate, the inevitable of our ocean environment kind of falling apart. Now, from the Worldwide Fund as well, I have some facts and figures. And um, worldwide, overfishing is one of the biggest threats to the health of the seas and their inhabitants. Overfishing also affects many people directly, above, above all in developing countries. Daily, uh, tons of fish are hauled out of the sea. Unfortunately, this is much uh, more than can be naturally replenished, a real plundering of the world's oceans. And that was something I mentioned earlier, how we are actually catching fish quicker than they can reproduce which is what's causing the decline in the population of fish. And here's an overview of the sad facts. Today, each person eats an average of 19.2 uh, kilograms of fish a year, around twice as much as 50 years ago. And in 2013, around 93 million tons of fish were caught worldwide. And then about 38.5 million tons of bycatch results from current preferred fishing practice each year. And like I said, bycatch is when you're fishing for one kind of fish and you end up catching a different fish. And over just 40 years, there's been a decrease recorded in marine species of 39%. And illegal and unregulated fishing constitutes an estimated 11 to 26 million tons of fishing worldwide. And almost 30% of fish stocks commercially uh, have uh, fish are overfished. So almost 30% of fish stocks, so fish species and whatnot, that are commercially fished have been overfished. And over 60% of fish stocks are fully fished, so that means they, like, are, they're totally fished. Like, they're gone. Um, and then in the Northeast Atlantic and nearby seas, 39% of fish stocks are classified as overfished. In the Mediterranean Sea and the Black Sea, there's a sufficient data for 85 stocks, which shows that 88% of these uh, which is 75, are overfished. And the European Union is the world's primary or importer of fish, and more than 50% of imports are from developing countries. And, and imports of fish are developing countries. Um, and I'll also link this below. Uh, this is just some, a few quick facts that are rather scary in terms of overfishing and whatnot, and... Um, they actually include a reference, a uh, little list with all the references for their facts and whatnot. So, um, But ultimately what this all comes down to is overfishing is a huge, huge, huge problem. And if we don't do something about it now, then things are just going to keep going downhill pretty much. And um, although we're kind of at a point where, you know, it doesn't seem like a huge problem, but in the end, it really is. And even if it doesn't affect you directly, it's still... I mean, it may at some point. I mean, if you like fish, eh, if things keep going like they're going right now, you might not have any fish to enjoy. But um, So, you know, I would normally say thank you before the episode, but this time I'm actually going to say it after. So, thank you for all the support on both Fonico as a brand, as well as Fonitox, which is this podcast. 
Uh, it really means a lot. And like I said, multiple times, it really helps me get the drive to sit down and record this or keep developing new ideas and design concepts that I can then put on clothing that you guys hopefully love. So, um, like I said before, last or last month, we donated almost $22, which wasn't a uh, crazy huge amount, but definitely a wonderful start, and it definitely helped make a difference, which in the end is what this whole brand is all about. So again, thank you so much. It really means the world. And uh, like I said, if you guys want to donate, I'll have that link below. Uh, donate to the Worldwide Fund. Um, and like I said, you can donate once monthly or, you know. But anyways, uh, it really means a lot. And I hope you guys all had a great weekend. And I hope you all have a great week this next week. And I promise I will try to get a more consistent posting schedule so that you guys can look forward to another episode every single day, uh, every week. Or, uh, sorry, every week on the same day consistently. So, uh, till the next episode, I will catch you all later. See ya.